2: This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, and welcome to the Over and Back Classic NBA podcast, brought to you by Stathead. I am Jason, and with me, as usual, is Rich. Hello, Rich. Hello, hello. All right, so we are doing a special episode today. We are going to. Uh, focus on uh, specifically a search that we are able to do in the uh, stathead.com tool. And as you know, uh, this episode is brought to you by StatHead is the most powerful research tool in sports. Uh, StatHead is powered by the sports reference sites you trust and use every day, including for listeners of the show, basketballreference.com. So, Uh, Our focus is going to be on how elite scorers sometimes get traded. So we're looking at uh, players who average 29.9 points per game or more in a season, and then we're traded – The next season, we'll explain to you why it's 29.9 in a minute. But if you use the exclusive promo code BACK, that's B-A-C-K, you can get $20 off an annual subscription to any of StatHead.com's products. So thanks to StatHead.com for sponsoring the show and giving us the tools to take our research to the next level.
0: Yeah, and we'll share how we got to this result, and we'll share the links and stuff like that if you want to follow along with us. Uh, On this episode. So yeah, what we're going to do here is we're going to look at elite scores that sometimes get traded because obviously if Kevin Durant has his way this offseason, he'll be traded to a new team. So this gave me the idea of, okay, how many guys that had 30 plus point per game scoring seasons were traded the season after they were such elite scores? and then I go to Kevin Durant's basketball reference page to find out that this absolute jerk averaged 29.9 points per game <laughs> somewhere in my head. Oh, I rounded it up and was like, well, he obviously had 30 points per game, right? He's Kevin Durant. No, he had 29.9 like an absolute jerk face. So you know what I said? Hey, we have StatHead. So you know what? We make the criteria. StatHead.com lets us make the criteria. See what I'm doing? I'm checking every single season in NBA, ABA, and BAA history in the regular season. I'm looking at points per game. And I'm sorting it by 29.9. Because you know what, Kevin. this whole point was for Kevin Durant to be a part of this. Is it arbitrary? Yeah, but it's my damn show. It's our damn show. And it's StatHead's tool, so we're going to do it. And we can do it. And that's, I guess, the power uh, of StatHead is we can put 29.9, and that's fine. We're going to get all the same players. We're going to get a lot of the same guys. But now we're going to include Kevin Durant and maybe, hey, maybe we'll include uh, some other ones as well. But, hey. That is the tool that you can use stathead.com with. So again, uh, we did single seasons, NBA, BAA, ABA history, regular season. We did points per game over 29.9, over and uh, equaling two. So obviously could get Kevin Durant in there and get all the 30 plus per game uh, guys in there. And then we sorted it by descending points per game. So what we were able to do then is find 90 instances in NBA and ABA history of players that had Over 29.9 point per game seasons. And now here they are. All right, I'm going to list them all for you. All right. Take a big break. I'll tell you how many times they did this as well. All right. All right. Michael Jordan, eight. Will Chamberlain, 7, Oscar Robertson, 6, Jerry West, 4, Allen Iverson, 4, Adrian Dantley, 4, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 4, Rick Barry, 4, Dominique Wilkins, 3, Bob McAdoo, 3, LeBron James, 3, James Harden, 3, a lot of 3s, Kevin Durant, 3, Kobe Bryant, 3, Elgin Baylor, 3, George Gervin 2, Steph Curry, 2, Bradley Beal, 2, Dan Issel, 2, Russell Westbrook, one, Dwayne Wade. One, Jack Twyman. One, Bob Pettit. One, Tracy McGrady. One, Pete Maravich. One, Moses Malone. One, Karl Malone. One, Damian Lillard. One, Bernard King. One, World Be Free. One, and he's an interesting one because he is not a Hall of Famer. Every other guy we mentioned here either is a Hall of Famer, or uh, I think we can make a safe assumption will be a Hall of Famer: LeBron James, James Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Damian Lillard, these guys are all going to make the Hall of Fame. Steph Curry, I believe, will probably make the Hall of Fame. Will be free. Uh, His career is over, has been over for a while. Still not a Hall of Famer. So he is the one guy on this list uh, so far that does not appear like he will ever uh, or or does not appear on track to become a Hall of Famer. So it's an interesting little note there. Uh, Joel Embiid won. Larry Bird won. Walt Bellamy won. Tiny Archibald won. Giannis Antetokounmpo, who I mentioned earlier, won. Charlie Scott won. Spencer Haywood won. Connie Hawkins won. Julius Irving won. One. So now who got traded after scoring 29.9 points per game? Jason, it happened seven times in NBA history. Yeah, kind of maybe an eighth if we depend on it. We'll see. Seven for sure. Seven for sure. And let's talk about the first one here. Jason, you want to tell us a little bit about, about Bob McAdoo, the first one we're going to talk about here.
2: I would love, Rich, to tell you about Bob McAdoo. So Bob McAdoo, of course, you know, innovator for his time, you know, a a smooth jump shooting big man, you know, one definitely a guy who would have just been awesome in the modern NBA, able to make a whole lot of the race, would have been the perfect big man for this era, but he was great in his era. He uh, averaged 30.6 points per game in 74, 34.5 in 75 and 31.1 in 76 for the Buffalo Braves. He was the MVP of the 75 season, but Things didn't go well for the Braves. They had financial issues, uh, but McAdoo wasn't thrilled about playing there. So he wasn't traded in the offseason, but after 20 games with the Braves in 77 on the move to the Knicks, he was traded uh, with Tom McMillan to the New York Knicks for John Nellie and Cash. And you'd be like, well, OK, why did they not uh, get very much more than him? I've never heard of John Nellie and Cash. Well, uh, NBA of the seventies wasn't quite the same as the NBA of uh, today, and uh, you didn't quite get as much for uh, stars and financial considerations. That cash probably was a um, definitely uh, you know a big factor in that. So uh, yeah, he's definitely uh, the the first to score at that level and be traded um, you know during the season for uh, an NBA history.
0: Yeah, there you go, Bob McAdoo. Uh, one here, uh, next one, Moses Malone, and everybody you know listening to this. If if you're a, a big time NBA fan. When we set up the idea of, hey, elite scores that got traded, you're probably screaming, Moses Malone, Moses Malone. Yes, Moses Malone. Yes. Uh, probably the most famous example is he averaged 31.1 points per game for the 82 Rockets and then was on the move to Philadelphia in the offseason. He was traded by the Rockets to the 76ers for Caldwell Jones in a 1983 first-round pick. Rodney McRae later selected there. Uh, and Moses Malone is famous for winning back-to-back MVPs with two different teams as well because he goes to the Rockets. He's great. He's great. He's awesome. He wins the MVP. Then he goes to the 76ers. And, oh, yeah, he's also great. He wins MVP and the 76ers are obviously a very good team with Moses Malone uh, being the most dominant player. Uh, Really? I mean, yeah, I think he probably over Dr. J. I would say Moses probably. I mean, Dr. J is good, but yeah, Moses really brings them to uh, an entirely uh, different level. LeBron James so close. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I, absolutely, yeah, It'd be fo-fo-fo, you know what yeah, i Yeah, right, that's all yeah. you have to say, yeah, really. fo well, 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 brings fo-fo-fo. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely, and did, did they
2: get fo no, Not exactly, well, but... fo fo whatever. whatever, Whatever,
0: it's cooler to just say fo-fo-fo, so we're going to do that anyway. Uh, yeah. LeBron James, absolutely. so yeah. close to this, so close to this, as he averaged uh, 29.7 points per game in the final season of his initial run with Cleveland uh, before he has moved to Miami, and do you remember that he was technically traded to Miami? Yes, Uh, It was a very weird. He was traded by the Cleveland Cavaliers to the Miami Heat for a 2011 second-round pick. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the man's name who he was traded for, but you don't know who he is. Don't worry. A 2012 second-round pick eventually became Jay Crowder. A 2013 first-round pick eventually became a guy that I'm not even going to mention his name either. Uh, And then a 2016 first-round pick. Uh, Who ended up being Timothy Luau Kibereau or whatever? Nobody really cared. And then uh, Cleveland also seeded a trade exemption from Miami. Uh, Cleveland also had the option to swap first round picks with the Miami Heat in 2012. Uh, but believe it or not, did not opt to do so, saying, Wow, well, let's weird. see, we're bad and you guys are good. Yeah, Should <laughs> we keep our pick bad. or take yours? Yeah, what was right. that like what is that even added in for? Like what are you doing? Like <laughs> wait, what scenario would have played out where the twenty twelve Miami Heat would have been so bad that Cleveland would have had the option. That must have been a thing where they're like, Well, let's give us one more thing. Come on, give us one more thing. And right. they're like, Fine, you you want to swap picks? And they're like, uh, what yeah, sure, yeah. whatever. Like, I, maybe if you know there was like a plane crash or something, maybe, you right. know, or LeBron got in a car accident and Miami didn't have anybody that maybe they could get lucky, but uh, they did not get lucky. No, Cleveland opted instead to take their very, very high uh, pick and not take Cle- uh, or Miami's uh, very, very not high pick, so probably gonna re- go by cleveland to do that uh,
2: yeah probably probably smart yeah i uh i recall this uh it was seen at the time as basically the heat bribing the uh, calves so that they would not uh you know ch- file any cha- tampering charges uh <laughs> i believe was was uh what, what <laughs> everyone kind of thought was uh that's why this happened uh, this way but yeah no so. no we
0: did a trade we were talking about right. the trade yeah it's a right. like trade yeah
2: yeah yeah so next we've got uh we've got Allen Iverson, uh, also like Bob McAdoo, not traded in the offseason, but trade very early into the, uh, 2006 season, uh, excuse me, seven seasons. excuse me. He averaged 33 points per game for the 2006, uh, 76ers, but, uh, you know, things didn't go well, uh, there he was ready to move on. So 15 games into 2007, he was on the move to, uh, Denver, um, December 19, 2006, uh, traded along with Ivan McFarland to the Nuggets for Andre Miller, Joe Smith, a 2007 first-round draft pick that ended up being the legendary Daquan Cook. And also uh, another uh, first-round pick that ended up being uh, Petteri Caponin. Uh, so, yeah, that one was the, those Nuggets were a were a pretty fun team, you know. Carmelo and Iverson uh, being together, you know, obviously um, they were a fast paced scoring team. Uh, they had George Karl by then, right? Yeah, they they were coached by George Karl mm-hmm. at that point. So um, yeah, that was a team. They, they didn't win anything, but that was a uh, that was a, a fun team to watch. Uh, kind of reinvigorated Iverson's career, at least for you know, at least for the short term. Of course, he didn't last in Denver for uh, too long. You know, ended up um, moving on to the Pistons of all teams. Allen Iverson piston year, kind of forget about that, yeah. but
0: and then the Grizzlies here,
2: uh, which uh, we should all just right. forget. Never we definitely should forget that, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I definitely, you know, I think Iverson wasn't like long for the league, but he absolutely was, you know, an incredible scorer during his time and you know, a super fun player.
0: Yeah, those are real, real fun teams. Uh, next guy we're going to move on to here is James Harden, and again, as close as the offseason you could possibly get, uh, as he's traded eight games into. Uh, the 2021 season. You remember this. I don't have to explain what happened here. Most of these people no. listening to this probably remember this, uh, right. I guess, unless you just started watching basketball yesterday. And in which case, welcome. We're an NBA history podcast. You'll learn a lot from yes. us. But uh, right. uh, he had averaged three straight years of 30 plus points per games. Uh, and then he was moved on to Brooklyn. And since we talk about NBA history and not current NBA, I have no idea what happened after that. I'm just going to assume that this man who was a dominant scorer went to Brooklyn and Man, I can't imagine that uh, that anything didn't go just swimmingly well for Brooklyn with James Harden. I think he was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I mean, that sounds like an incredible yeah. trio. Yeah. I'm guessing that worked out great. I'm yeah, not imagine find out out if I imagine but so, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. we're yeah. NBA history. So I don't know how I don't know what happened yeah. in the last we year. Or, but... <laughs> over
2: 5 years, yeah, <laughs> <Right>. exactly. So,
0: <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, I'll just assume it was great. Uh, I'm not going to go over that trade because it was a four team trade and I think approximately 8,000 players were traded back and forth. So, uh, I'm just not going to go over that trade because there's All too right. many people and we don't need to spend our time doing that. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, next we're going to move on to World be free. Hey, Adam. there it is. Yeah right
2: 30.2 points per game for the san diego clippers in 1980 it was lone all-star season but the clippers were like hey we don't need Robbie free for some reason we are gonna we're trade him to golden state yeah we're gonna trade him for uh phil smith who had he had been a good player but was definitely on the decline at that point in a 1984 first round pick who ended up being lancaster um Gordon, the Clippers love trading their uh, their first-round picks, although, uh, you know, Lancaster Gordon didn't really like. Um, yeah, so be Free, I don't know, man. Like, um, he averaged 20 uh, points per game in um, his career. Can, can we get a Warby Free uh, Hall of Fame campaign started, you know? I'm not sure he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but would would the Hall of Fame be more joyful if it had Roby Free in it? I think it would. Yeah,
0: be. all-time name. I think just for the name yeah. alone. I mean, I think he should probably be in I mean, the Hall of Fame, right?
2: I mean, he was basically the Jamal Crawford of his time. Right, right,
0: right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he def- necessarily, absolutely 100% needs to be in the Hall of Fame, but I think we should at least talk about him being in the Hall of Fame. You know, I, I, I think it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with it. I, let's, let's. Yeah, let will start, start a it here. Let's start yeah. It here. Yeah, we've got start most of the them. other guys that we've wanted in, but now I think it's yeah. time that we yeah we start moving on some other guys here. So let's yeah, uh, uh, let's see what we can do with that. But uh, yeah, that is world be free also traded uh, perfectly by the Clippers in the offseason. So Adrian Danley, who when I first right. had this idea, I was like elite scores that sometimes get traded. Oh, Adrian Danley's a hundred percent going to be on this list because uh, he is uh, all time chucker in NBA history sure. uh, and one of the NBA's all time hated teammates, where <laughs> most people sure. did not like playing. Uh, With Adrian Dantley, but like LeBron, he is oh so close. If I just had changed the criteria, he would have been in there. Uh, But he was at 29.8 points per game his Ah, final year in Utah. Yes, I'm sorry. I should have stretched out the criteria for Adrian Dantley, but I did not. So yeah, uh, the criteria is the criteria, so I apologize here, Adrian Dantley. But uh, yeah, he is not there. Oh so close to getting there in his final year in Utah uh, before he has moved on to Detroit. Now, this is a tough one. Wilt Chamberlain was traded, but it was 38 games into the next season. So it's not off season, but he did get traded the year after averaging 30 points per game, uh, 1965, San Francisco warriors. Uh, then he has traded to the 76ers, but still he had, you know, five years of 30 plus point per game seasons, uh, including a, a nice little 50 plus point per game season and a 40 yeah. plus point per game season. Not bad. So yeah, not bad okay. at all before moving to the Sixers. Uh, he right. was traded January 15th, 1965 to the Sixers for Connie Dierking, Paul Newman, Lee Schaefer, and, And cash, which I imagine is a lot of cash, a big, big old bag of cash because they needed it. So, um, man, think about that trade now. If you were trading a man who just had five straight years, 30-plus points per game, had averaged 50-plus a game not that long ago, I think it's going to take a little bit more than Connie Dierking, Paul Newman, Lee Schaefer, and a big bag of cash. Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would think if if you were going to make that – if you were going to – like make a trade like if you got like trade like Joel Embiid to the Hawks for like John Collins
0: and DeAndre Hunter. That's that's basically right, the yeah. like of like, this trade now. Ten thousand dollars in cash. It's like what are you doing?
2: Right. What no? <laughs> right. Obviously yeah Embiid would fish. I mean yeah like Will Chamberlain would get like five first round picks and like a young star and
0: um you know, it would I, be like the I, Maravich deal a little bit. It would just be like, here, we don't need any of these picks ever right. again. Just take them right. all. We don't ever right. need another pick ever Basically. again. Just, yeah. They're yours now. Just have them, we have Wilt now, we're, we're good to go. So, yeah, right. it would have it been awesome. Yeah, I love the idea. <laughs> yeah, John Collins, DeAndre Hutton, and $10,000 in cash. That's right. Virgil, like, virgil. Are you guys that cash strapped? Like, really? Yeah, like, really? Like, hey, we're wow. building our own arena, all right? We're gonna. It's, yeah. gonna yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, hey, are hey, we venture hey, capitalist ten, millionaires? Yes. But yeah. $10,000 $10, is to go
2: yeah. a long way. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Shovels time. are expensive, you know. Right, hats are expensive these days. So, uh, Tracy McGrady, uh, not on this list officially. Very close. He was traded right. two years after averaging thirty two point uh, one points per game, and traded the year after averaging in NBA leading twenty eight points per game, but not twenty nine point nine, not thirty. Right. So he well,
2: in that in that area, averaging like twenty points per game would be average for like fifty out oh, So yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: no, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, when 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 right. yeah, like he was incredible. At the, I mean, averaging twenty eight sure. points per game. Would be like yeah, like forty-five points a game. Right, the like, right, right. Like yeah. his team was bad-ish. There was not really yeah. that any good players, and he was such a yeah. good score that yeah, he just scored basically all of his team's points uh, for, yeah. for a couple. You got years a there. lot of
2: he got a lot of eighty-five to seventy-five games during that time. So yeah, yeah averaging twenty-eight points per
0: game was great. So uh, quite the accomplishment. So, yeah. But the criteria is yeah. the criteria. So sorry, Trace, sure. you are out of there here. You go. Yeah. Uh, and then our final guy traded in the uh, season after becoming an elite scorer, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, averaged 30 points per game in 1975, which unfortunately was his last year in Milwaukee, as then he was off to the Lakers in the offseason, June 16th, 1975. Traded by the Bucks with with Walt Wesley to the Los Angeles Lakers for Junior Bridgman, Dave Myers, Elmore Smith, and Brian Winters, which actually, you know, yeah. and we've talked about this before on this show, if you want to go back and listen to our archives uh, over back nba.com. Not the worst trade for the Bucs, man. They were able to do a lot with the guys that they got back, including Brian Winters and Junior Bridgman. Yeah, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like you know what I mean. It's not you know none of those guys are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but it didn't it didn't suffocate the franchise. You know, it wasn't like oh this franchise is never going to be good again. Like they did some good stuff with some of those guys. Uh, Obviously, they would probably prefer to have Kareem during that entire run, but still, not not the worst deal ever. So.
2: Yeah, they were able to come out of it with some good players, and you know, and and they had a bit of a down period, but it wasn't that long. And and those guys, especially Bridgman and Winters, were important for the uh, next teams that they had. So yeah, the Bucks ended up being fine. It, obviously, they didn't get equal value, but you know, it it uh, it worked out. Uh, fairly watched well. the 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 Bucks and the Lakers the next season had the exact same record. So yeah,
0: of, oh yeah, of, yeah a of, fun uh, fact that it's Celtics, like, hey, yeah, Kareem right. who? And then, well, I mean, over the next decade, right. it was like, oh, that Kareem, all yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> that's him, oh, that guy. All right, yeah, yeah, K-
2: yeah. Kareem did last; he, he outlasted every single player in that trade. So even though those players were most of them were significantly younger than he was, he he actually did play. Um, he was still in the league when all yeah. those guys retired. So it's a a fun one as well. There it so, is. So
0: those are the guys. So just to recap here, the people traded. If Kevin Durant gets his way, he will join this duo here, or the, 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 this this list of players here, Bob McAdoo, Moses Malone, Allen Iverson, James Harden, Will Be Free, Wilt Chamberlain, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's a pretty good company to keep for uh, for, yeah. for Kevin Durant there. does not yeah. happen very often in NBA history, but it does happen. So um, there you go. The guys traded after averaging 30-plus – or, sorry – Twenty nine point nine plus. Right, Kevin Durant, you jerk. Yeah, how many? Like, what are we talking about? That's like the difference. Just a few points. <laughs> right, we're running up, so it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So again, that that was uh, via stathead.com dot uh, Just did. Uh, we'll we'll share the links that we uh that because Stathead lets you share. You know, hey, if you do your research, you can share that link or whatever. But. Single seasons, NBA, BAA, ABA history in the regular season, requiring points per game, over twenty nine point nine points per game, sorted by descending points per game, and then just going through the list of guys and saying, Hey, who are these guys got traded? So yeah, pretty fun little thought experiment here and, and we'll see what happens. You know, this we might sound really dumb if he doesn't get traded, or we'll sound even more smart when he does get traded. So we'll see what ends hey, and If he gets well, his way. We'll
2: yeah, perhaps. So yeah. Yeah, again, thanks to uh, StatHead.com for sponsoring this, she- this week's show. Uh, you can use our exclusive promo code BACK, B-A-C-K, get $20 off an annual subscription to any of StatHead.com's products. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Of course, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Over and Back NBA. Uh, you can subscribe to us on any of the major podcast services. Uh, please uh, leave a rating and review if you are enjoying the show. And uh, thanks again for listening. we back against it.